0: I'm going to give myself permission that I deserve a life that I love and enjoy. Why do I think I need to sacrifice? Why do I think I need to give my power away? Welcome to Connect Back In Podcast. I'm Morgan King, your host, and I'm so passionate about sharing with you the spiritual concepts that have transformed my life. It is not always an easy path, but I know within my soul that if it's good on the inside, it's good on the outside. Through interviews with experts and my personal experience, we will break down how to live a spiritual life in today's society. My hope is that you find the inspiration and support you need as you explore your own journey to connect back in. Hello, everybody. It's Morgan King, your host of Connect Back In. Thank you for being here as always. And I haven't recorded a podcast now for a while, Um, I don't even remember the last time I did it. And there have been topics that have come into my world, if you will, that I'm like, oh, I should record something on that. And then time passes and I'm like, what was that topic I was supposed to record? (laughs) And then I've just been sharing some really great content that I recorded in the past couple of years since the episode was, or uh, excuse me, the podcast was launched back in, I believe it was 2019. So coming up on our three-year anniversary. Um, and if you don't know, I'm about to give birth, hopefully in the next couple of weeks to my first baby boy. I'm very excited. It's been such a incredible journey thus far, and I know it will continue to be that way. And I think just also because of that, just focusing more on wrapping up work, preparing for the nugget to come, and just taking the time that I need to rest and nourish my body. As I grow a human, it is the wildest thing ever. Um, (laughs) that There is literally, I have like an eight-pound child in my stomach right now. It's just like so bizarre. You can't even like really process it. When I think about it, it totally freaks me out in like the best way possible. Um, But for those reasons, I've kind of been on a hiatus with the podcast, and it's something I really enjoy, and I'm passionate about sharing a message that maybe you need to hear, and that could be today's episode. So kind of referencing a song from the 90s, You've Got the Power is the theme today. And what I want to address is just how often I do this as well. We give our power away to people, to circumstances and events, essentially blaming them, whether good or bad, actually. Blame is probably not the right word because that implies a negative um, response. But I think we can give our power away positively as well and not even know that we're doing it. The words I should or I have to, um, they there is no have to, there is no should. Um, that may have been texts that you've been taught to um, express or the way in which you need to live. I know, I still, like I said, I still do this a lot. And I catch myself at the end of it and I'll be like, oh gosh, and I finally get awareness and allow myself to shift back into my own power. But allowing these circumstances or other people to dictate how you feel is just such a crummy way to live because people's opinions of who you are are always going to change. And they're highly dependent on how they feel about themselves. Oftentimes, it truly has nothing to do with you. Um, And we just are giving our power away in so many different ways. And once you're able to take that back, it just brings so much confidence and ease and joy in life. Um, And it might be uncomfortable, but if you can see yourself as you truly are, which is innocent and pure and always doing the best that you can offering grace for where you might be in your life right now. Then reflecting and seeing, how did I get to where I am? Are you blaming the world for your life experience, whether good or bad, like I said? So here are some examples of what I mean by this. So kind of the blame, the bad side of things, if you will. This is just an example Because my boyfriend cheated on me, he ruined my life. And blaming that experience for why maybe you aren't where you want to be. I had all these plans. I was going to be... This is an example, by the way. This is not a reality for me. Um, Thank goodness. In other ways, this kind of has come through in my life and ultimately was a blessing, but... um, If you've had something like this happen to you, like something that was outside of your control, perhaps, and you just haven't recovered. And now because he cheated on you, you became depressed and then you gained a lot of weight and you lost your job because you were depressed and weren't motivated to go to work and all these things, right? So it's really easy to define this circumstance because my boyfriend cheated on me. He ruined my life. But what if you were able to look at every experience that you have in your life as a benefit to you? So kind of reframing in your mind the way in which you see this experience. Because it's true. Things that happen to us can either grow us, which is truly what they're meant to do, or they can take us a few steps back. And that's really dependent on how you view the experience. And so a reframe for this example, when you come back to your power saying, no one can make me feel inferior without my consent. That is my choice. Allowing my boyfriend to cheat on me allowing that to take me down, to ruin my life. And oftentimes, it's not even the circumstance. It's always, it's your thoughts and emotions around the circumstance. So your boyfriend cheated on you, okay? You could think in your mind, oh, wow, what a loser. Like, I'm, I'm amazing. Why would he do that? Like, obviously, I'm just meant for better, right? If you're confident and you're in your power, or you could look at that circumstance and think, "No men, no men like me. I can't attract the right partner. I'm always going to be alone. I told you so. You know, like it depends on your thoughts and emotions around the experience, truly. So a reframe for this could be my boyfriend cheated on me, which allowed me to then see that I deserved better. Why would I want to be with someone who doesn't respect me and who wants to be with someone else or to hurt me? Through this process, I learned to love myself more And I ultimately found a better partner, right? So those are two different approaches to the same circumstance. So kind of going forward with a good example. My career made me feel worthy. So maybe you have a great job and you get accolades and recognition and people see you as someone in power, right? And that makes you feel worthy. But again, it's just a circumstance, your career, these accolades, all these things. It's the meaning you put behind it that allows you to feel worthy. That feeling you made yourself. I made myself feel worthy. So kind of going into the reframe. I made myself feel worthy and then gave the credit to my career. I have the ability to feel that way regardless of the outer circumstances. That emotion exists within me. It's now created. No longer giving credit or power where it doesn't belong. And I'm not saying it's not good to like acknowledge things or people or um, experiences. Hey, thanks so much for making me feel this way. That's fine. Like it's a positive thing, right? But not giving it all away to the point where if you lose that job, then you feel unworthy, right? Because that's where the, the the power play can really put you in a position where things that are outside of your control, losing your job, like the company maybe folding over or whatever, then allowing that circumstance to make you feel unworthy because you gave your power to the job when ultimately you cho- chose yourself to feel worthy. So you can choose that. That exists within you. And we were born into this world as pure, positive energy. Just like when I look at my son, when I think about looking at him for the first time, just how innocent and pure, like that is who we really are at the core of ourselves. And then life happens and our parents do the best that they can and they allocate their belief systems onto us. Society puts their thoughts and beliefs on us. And like the analogy I've used, couple of times on the podcast here is like, think of jackets. Like you're just weighed down with each belief is like a jacket and you just put the cloak on, you put the cloak on, you put the cloak on over and over and over again. And not only does it physically weigh you down because of the weight of those beliefs oftentimes, however, but but it's not about like you becoming a different version of you. It's you uncovering and unmasking the pure, innocent, amazing you that you really are without all of this opinion, beliefs, giving your power away to those circumstances and things. So how can this change your life? So when you decide, you know what? I'm no longer going to allow anything outside of me to determine my life, how I'm going to feel, what's possible for me, Because at the end of the day, it's all just the thoughts that I choose to hold on to. The meaning of my world. When something happens, assuming the negative, right? When you can then take back control and know with certainty that I'm actually in control of how I want to think about this experience, You feel this sense of calm control that there's nothing outside of you that can make you feel or do anything you don't want to do. You design your life, not one you feel as though you must live with. We're not just here to suffer and die or to go through struggles or obstacles. Yes, those are there to grow us, to teach us lessons so that we can then follow the path of least resistance, joy, etc. They're not there. Like when you come across life challenges, it's not like, oh, here's a trickster. Good luck. Hope you make it through. It's literally like, all right, Morgan, learn this lesson here and you won't have to deal with this again. And 99%, I would say all lessons stem from self-worth, enoughness, and love. It's teaching you to love and respect and honor yourself, who you are, with all your flaws, just as you are in this very moment and showing up in that way over and over and over again. And all these life lessons and challenges ultimately stem back to that one very thing. Because when you know That there's nothing you can do that makes you unlovable, unworthy, not enough. Just everything becomes so much easier and better. And this is a lifelong learning lesson. It's kind of funny. Like we start off as this pure, innocent, lovable being, you're still lovable. But like you believe in that, true for yourself, but you're like so little, you like can't talk and you can't be like a productive member of society, right? So like in order for your parents to grow you into that, if you will, you kind of have these unfortunate belief systems that you then learn and you show up in the world with those. I have like all this... I I used to have all this anxiety about like being a parent and this idea of like, I want to do it right. Like, I don't want to screw my kid up, but it's like, you're gonna. Like, I am definitely going to screw him up in one way or another, which will ultimately teach him something that he can then share with the world and grow himself. But like, my ultimate is to make him feel as though he can be exactly who he is and extend to him unconditional love. So in every moment, even when he does something naughty or stresses me out or frustrates me is to remind myself of like, what are my priorities with this relationship? so that he can ultimately hopefully grow into someone who doesn't need tons of therapy. But if he does, like I said, like all of my challenges that I faced in my life with my family, especially like with my parents, things like that, like they did the best they could with what they had. And I've ultimately grown so much from that. And now I have a podcast, literally specifically designed to share all those lessons with the rest of the world. So as what we may have deemed as like, Uh, trauma or tragedy or whatever. Again, it's taking my power back, knowing that I'm not defined by my circumstances, knowing that who my parents were can't define me. They can share their belief systems with me, but I can choose otherwise. I hold that within me. And this is just a great example of that. And then choosing otherwise. Now, there is going to be some discomfort once you start dipping your toe into this. And maybe a question you might have is, how do I begin? Like, how do I start this process? So I have all these areas in my life where maybe I've given my power away. Um, Some examples of language that you could look at um, in areas of your life is when you say, like, I have to, or I have no choice, or this, or that makes me feel X. Now that, you're like, yeah, that does make me feel this way. It's like, no, you're actually choosing to feel that way and giving the power to that circumstance. The orange analogy, which I know I've used a lot, is like, if you think of an orange, if you cut an orange open, no matter what mechanism you use to juice that orange, orange juice is going to come out because that's what it's filled with. And so when you're filled with joy and love and peace and good energy... No matter if you get cut off in traffic or the world does some crazy things, you can still stay in that energy because that's who you are. But when you're filled with anger and frustration and just low vibe energy, we love the opportunity to allocate our emotions to circumstances. So then when someone cuts us off in traffic, we get angry because we're filled with anger. And again, ultimately really tying into this whole thing, which is what this podcast is all about, is just self-love, enoughness, and worthiness. And when you slow down enough in your life and allow yourself to truly honor who you are as a being, just as you are, the level of happiness that can provide you, which ultimately gives you the power to create the life that you want, is just unbelievable. It's kind of wild. I wish they would have taught this in school, but it's not school's fault. <laughs> right? Don't give the power away. Um, so looking at areas, how do, how do you begin? So a couple of ideas is just looking at areas of your life where you blame. So like I said, the language, if I have to or I have no choice or they make me feel X. And then once you have awareness of ways in which you give your power away, it allows you to do that reframing that I did before with the two examples. Like, how can I take my power back in these situations? And some ways it might show up for you is creating boundaries. So like, if you say, I have no choice, I have to work until 8 p.m. every night. Well, what if you said, I'm not going to work, and I'm only going to work until 5 p.m. And you're like, well, my boss might fire me. It's like, okay, well, then maybe you're just not meant to be at that job. And something better is out there for you. Because if you can look at it in this way, I know it just sounds like rose-colored glasses, and it truly is. Why not? Why not look at it as always benefiting you? It's just your fear brain that's telling you that you're in control and that if you worry, you'll be able to create a different circumstance, which in ultimate reality, when you worry you actually attract the very thing you're worrying about. So kind of going off topic there, but creating boundaries, knowing your worth, knowing that you are worthy and deserving of having a life that you love and enjoy. Why not you? Like, can you give yourself permission right now? You know what? I'm gonna give myself permission that I deserve a life that I love and enjoy? Why do I think I need to sacrifice? Why do I think I need to give my power away? And then another thought here is living with the guiding principle of happiness and joy. So if there's something that you're doing that doesn't bring you happiness or joy, and it doesn't have to be like this over the top joy, But you know what I'm talking about. You know those things that you don't want to do and it just feels ick. And it's out of alignment with who you are. And that inner guidance system, that compass is there to show you that just something's not right. It's like, hey, let's check in on things like maybe we shouldn't be at this job or maybe we shouldn't be in this relationship or whatever it is. You all know that feeling. And oftentimes we just deny it, push it down and we do it anyway. But what if you just said, you know what, I'm actually not going to do that. And just see what happens and watch as your world begins to evolve and become a design of your own creation, Whether, or, rather than being on default mode and just going through the motions and doing what you think you should do. It's time to get a little selfish. I feel like that's the right, Language. I feel like selfish has such a negative connotation to it. But being selfish, I mean, you're the only you there is, you're the only you there ever will be. You know what's best for you. You have that internal guidance system telling you yes or no all the time. Take a listen, see what it has to say, and maybe just take the first step. You don't have to take a huge leap. I mean, it's awesome if you do. But just try one thing on for size and see what happens and the results that it creates. And it might give you enough proof to say, you know what? I can do this in other areas of my life. Start small. And I hope, my hope for you is that it does give you the proof that you need so that you know, okay, I can take my power back. I can create the life that I desire. There's nothing outside of me that has control over my emotions. I choose those emotions. So I can choose happiness and joy. I can choose love. I can choose worthiness. I can choose enoughness. So thank you as always for listening. Please rate or review, share this with a friend. And I will talk to you guys on the other side of motherhood. I'm sure I'll have a lot of new content to share. Um, And yeah, until next time. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, then head on over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. We sincerely appreciate your feedback. Stay tuned for another episode of Connect Back In and thank you for listening.